Welcome to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. I'm Dustin P. I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we talk AMC's Into the Badlands, Chapter 30, entitled Curse of the Red Rain. Yes. Got an umbrella. Ella. Ella. A. 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 But for the sake of our listeners and also brevity, we do dive directly into spoilers. So spoiler, 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 you have been warned. Genius, what say you on this episode? This episode was cool, man. This is a cool episode. It was like... It's ramping up shit. It's tying up things. I didn't expect who got got to get got. Uh, yeah. And we, and we can talk about that as the episode goes on. I mean, we got spoilers, but we'll get to it. Right. You know? I mean, we don't want to come out the gate. We, we did yeah. preface with spoilers. Right, so, right, I mean, right. we can but pretty much still, say anything you know, we need. Still. So, like you and I talked off of air, we're going to go ahead and break this down into two sections. Really, the Pilgrim and Widow piece really comes together uh-huh. and then we have Sonny Baggi and Kanan kind of off with the Black Lotus doing whatever they do you know so of those two portions of the episode which would you rather talk about first uh let's get the Sonny Baggi and Kanan out of the way because okay. it was the shortest one out of the out of both yeah of it was super short and we only got what probably maybe a total of maybe five seven minutes yeah. out of the entire episode yeah. of, of Sonny and Baggi which was needed because they're they're needing to go somewhere else this was a good piece explaining what happens with what i know that sounds confusing but we'll get to it as we go along because the big part needed to be the battle of widow and pilgrim Mm -hmm. so i understand why this one's only like about five minutes long right so the first person that we uh, the first portion that we actually see with baji sunny and canaan is that they make it to the monastery Mm -hmm. and they find out that all the sleepers are gone and baji knew exactly what they were you know, he, he knew that the master had taken their power by, you know, putting them under into a coma. Right. And he kind of expresses that to Sonny and, and Kanan. And they're just like, oh, shit. Well, Pilgrim has got an army now. Exactly. So they're like, oh, time is ticking. We need to go. And Kanan's like, okay, cool. I know where we can go. Let's yep. go. And then we see Badge. He's like, hey, how can we trust her? You know? Yeah. And that was that was really awesome about the entire episode is because everything that Baji has kind of led Sonny to believe has come out to be true. Yeah. You know, he's never, you know, he's never knowingly kind of subverted or, you know, taken Sonny at, at like a, on like a wild goose chase. I mean, right. he, early on when they first met each other, I mean, it was kind of like, you know. He was they, tomfoolery trying to get out of it, but, you know, that was just them getting to know each other. Right. But now that they have each other's back, this is an extremely important epi- part of the episode. And I think especially for Badgie's story, especially because like, okay, so he's like, hey, how come <laughs> I did like this line? He's like, how do you know we can trust your man? I've never heard of like Dragon's Gorge, right? Mm-hmm. And then Sonny's like, we're in a gorge, aren't we? So like, <laughs> you know, maybe it's, maybe we should trust her. And you're like, look, I follow you blindly. I've never done that before because he never has. He's always been like a rascal out on his mm-hmm. own. Badgie's been Badgie. But for him to say, like, when you want to do them, like, okay, let's do it. When you want to do that, okay, let's do it. We cannot trust her. Right. There's just something about her. Look, I haven't got this map, and it says all the strong points that they are. We are nowhere near anything. Yeah, so. he says, we, we are nowhere near anything that says a gorge. Right. You know, so ba- Baji is very distrustful of Kanan, and I believe he's just... Exactly. Because he just, like, just like three hours ago, she almost killed herself to save Magnus. Yep. So, like, of course I'd have, like, like, look, dude, I've been rolling with you for a long time. And something's telling me that I don't trust her. But I can't. He's, she's my sister, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but at the same time, a sister you thought was dead up to two days ago, you know? Yeah. So... 
and 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 then Badgie just lays it out. I mean, he's like, look, I followed you everywhere you wanted to go. I never said shit, and now you don't even have the uh, audacity to just listen to me. Like, just I'm trying to give you good advice and tell you what I need and what I'm telling you. And you're like, oh, whatever. I'm gonna do what I want. I'm Sunny the Clipper. That's bullshit. And Badgie's one hundred percent right. Yeah. So when they actually come across like, and I mean, we're, we're kind of given a really abbreviated stance on yeah. it, but I mean, there really wasn't a ton of story with them. It was more of them like pulling a Depeche mode, you know, out off into the, the pasture, just kind of walking, <laughs> you know? Um, but we have like Baji making great points about why exactly. he doesn't trust Kanan, yeah. how everything that they're being led into seems like a trap. It seems like an ambush. Yeah. You know, he even makes mention, he goes, this would be a perfect place for an ambush. And Sonny's like, why are you so distrustful? And that's when they kind of have their falling out. Well, toward the end of their portion of the episode, Baji is is hurt. I mean, he's visibly hurt by Sonny not wanting to, you know, take him into account. Like his, yeah. his advice, his counsel or anything. And he says, you know, I've watched you blunder blindly from one to the next. You know, from trusting MK to trusting Pilgrim. Yeah. And everything has turned to shit. He goes, I've tried to steer you. Uh, you know, in, in the right direction or in a good direction, and you just don't listen to me. You know, he, he even mentions, oh, you can be the bad clipper and, and all, but it, it's not helping you at all. Right. So when, when they finally come across what Kanan is taking them to, we find out it's a, a couple of, you know, har- anchored ships of the Black Lotus. And all Kanan wants to do is she's just wanting them to escape. Mm-hmm. And let's Bag- get out. Let's yeah. get out of here. And Baji has the best response. He goes, you know, Pilgrim is that way with his army of dark ones. There will be no escape. You right. know, we can escape the Badlands, yes, but the world is is under siege at this point. Exactly. Because if Pilgrim wins, if we don't stop him now, there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And he's 100% right. Because if they don't help out <coughs> right now, it's just going to spread. Boom, 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 boom. Because mm-hmm. that's Pilgrim's main goal. So, yeah, Badgie's 100% right. And then he goes like, look, it wasn't until Sonny finally saw that Badgie again was right. Mm-hmm. Even though, for truth be told, Badgie has been 100% right on a lot of different occasions. Everything worked out in the end, but at the same time, Badgie has points, you yeah, know? He does. And so it was good for Sonny to see that. And like finally, like, look, family ties aside and shit. You said you could do something for me. You're not going to do it for me. You're going to have to kill me if you want me to go on those boats because I need to go stop Pilgrim. Yeah, because the whole reason why Sonny left with Kanan was because Kanan had promised that she would be able to unlock Sonny's dark power. Yeah. Because he needs to battle Pilgrim. Yeah. She Well, she says she doesn't want to do it or she won't do it. I think the nail in her coffin's plan was when she was like, you know what? He's like, I'm going to go because I got to go find my son. I got to go get Henry. And she's like, whatever. Henry's probably already dead. And yeah, All everybody your friends you knew are already dead. dead. Yep. Let's just go. And he goes, man, that's bullshit. I got to go at least try. Mm-hmm. Especially for Henry because that's some cold-blooded shit. That's that's a, that's the Azra way, you know? But well, good he, for Sonny. Yeah, and Sonny even says, you know, you can kill me. It doesn't matter what happens to me now. He right. goes, I'm doing this all for Henry. Yeah. You know, so his whole mentality has changed at 100% from being, you know, this ultimate badass wanting to kill everybody on behalf of his baron. You know, and <coughs> even Baji makes reference back to Quinn, you know, when he's talking about who all who all has shit on Sonny throughout his life. Yeah. You know, so 
Baji was right. And Sonny finally acquiesces and just be like, look, you're going to have to kill me. Well, Kanan can't do it. So he just goes off and, you know, he kind of. Ah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and now it sucks because now they're like a day and a half off course. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're like, it's like they walked away. in the wrong like, way. Shit. <laughs> Holiday run. So now we get more of a. Now we get more of a walkabout with Sonny and Baggy, which right. I don't think would be bad. They better jack some cars, man. <laughs> so, I mean, and that pretty much wraps up Sonny, Baggy, and Kanan for this episode. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with the next one, because we know that at some point, Sonny links back up with the Widow in that camp. Oh, yeah. And we get a lot of changes with that, so... Interesting little segue there. Exactly, very so, nice. So let, yeah, I wouldn't call it nice, well, but but we can go ahead and start talking about the widow <laughs> now. And the the very first portion of the episode that we see is actually Cressida coming into Lydia at the butterfly sanctuary, just talking shit. Yeah, mad shit. Mad you know, shit. And and Moon makes the comment, you know, hey, we've we've changed the banners, you know, we've done this as you ask, and Cressida still wants more. Well, Lydia goes, well, no, we told you we would change, but it would take time. Yeah. And all she's doing is stalling. Mm-hmm. I mean, because. Yeah, Lydia doesn't want to change any of this stuff. Right. Moon's not going to let her, you know? But still, she's like, you said you would do this, and then all of a sudden Nyx comes in, they ain't going to do shit, yeah, right? exactly. And Cressida just, like, her mouth dropped. Exactly, like, you dare betray Pilgrim? And Nyx is like, let me kill her right now. <laughs> and like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know? We need her alive. We need her alive. Hey, man, Nyx is down. Right? Yeah, we see that is. later on the episode, yeah, too. And we'll talk Nyx, about that. But, Nyx man, she, ready she, she's ready to go. Oh, but that but that look, that Cressida, when she noticed that Nyx was there, was fucking priceless. She's like, ah, how dare you betray Pilgrim? You know? And I'm like, good for you. Good for you. Yep. All right, throw her, throw her in the brig. Again... Well, but before the thrower in the, the brain, I mean, the thrower in the cell. But before the MK's cell, though, opium den. No, yeah, yeah, MK's <laughs> his 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 drying out tank. <laughs> right. But no, you you see the widow come in and actually hold a sword to Cressida's throat. Yeah. And and she gives an ultimatum to the two <laughs> harbingers that went with Cressida that said, you know, look, if the pilgrim wants his witch back, come tell, get him. Tell her to come get him. That's <laughs> like wow. Okay. That was great. <laughs> And that even took Lydia by surprise because I don't think she anticipated that the widow was going to take Cressida hostage. That took everybody by surprise because, like, you saw again, again, Cressida is like, "Holy shit, it's the widow!" Right? And everybody, Jesus Christ, it's, it's the, the Birdman! <laughs> it's the widow. Oh, that's a heart attack. No, but everybody, Lydia was like, oh, "Well, welcome back," you know. And I was like, "Hell yeah, widow!" Mm-hmm. That, and, and you know, Widow Cressida, makes the greatest entrances oh, on this show, and she makes the badass exits. Yes, she so does. We, we know that yes, from this episode does. too. But Cressida says, "You know, you you will regret, regret this." And the widow goes, "Well, time will be my judge. Throw her in a hole. Mm-hmm. Saw in a hole." Right. <laughs> so it's like, okay, wow. The widow, <coughs> the widow played her trump card, and mm-hmm. you know, we pretty much set every all the actions in the play. Yep. And then perfect strike now while the while the pilgrim is weak. Mm-hmm. And, like, what better way than to capture Cressida? Plus, Cressida walked right fucking into that Oh, yeah. Trap, it's like, dude. don't be Just dumb. Just right fucking in. Talking mad shit. Hoisted upon her own petard. So, yes. Yeah. And then we, we get a snippet where Lydia talks to the widow about, you know, what's happening next or what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And the the widow makes mention, you know, it, it takes a certain type of person to be able to lead people. Yeah. While you're in love, she drops the bombshell. She knows about her and Moon. And then she says, you know, while we're in war. So the widow's ultimate like plan of succession is after whatever's done with the pilgrim, that she's just going to go away. Yeah. She's going to like fade off into the sunset and Lydia is going to be 
the Baroness yeah. uh, of everything in the Badlands. The leader of the Badlands, basically. Yeah. And I think I think she would have made a wise choice. You know, I think that was a lot to drop on Lydia because Lydia wasn't expecting that. Because at the end of the day, she like she knew was going to have to take some sort of power, right? Some sort, some sort of responsibility, right? And like she said, juggling romance with Moon while this was going on. Not only did she say you can have uh, the power of everything that I have, but you can have Henry too because I haven't seen Sunny. And just in case some ill shit goes down, that's you know taking care of the baby. You guys seem to be okay with it, so. Mm-hmm. I'll let you have the baby too and the power, and I'm gonna go do my thing. You know, and Lydia was like, "Holy shit, I was not expecting that." And I think that was a very cool like gesture of like, look, of faith. Yeah, of faith and saying like, one, we're gonna win, and two, you know, I can't do this. You can. So I enjoyed the widow and Lydia's play on this. Oh, I, I did too, and I, I think a lot of what the widow is doing is just, I mean, like I said, she's setting up her succession plan. You know, because she doesn't know if she's going to fall in this battle with Pilgrim. Yeah. Because she doesn't have her dark power anymore, but Pilgrim does. You know, so she doesn't really know if anything's, you know, she doesn't know if she's going to live. Right. You know, so. But I do like the next portion that we get with uh, the Widow and Cressida having their little conversation in the the opium den jail. (coughs) And Cressida leads on, you know, I can smell it on your breath. You're with child. Bum, bum, bum. And I'm like, whoa, hold up. We didn't see this part in the Badlands. What, no. What happened here? I didn't expect that either. I was like, I know how, uh, I know biologically how right. babies are we conceived. We know how it happened, yeah. but we didn't know, like, that it uh, happened. Yeah, it, exactly. Know? I mean, we didn't even get a portion of that. Right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm to assume it's Gaius's child. Right. But it was just like so. It was that I, night in the candle room. Ah, yes. There you go. Yeah. Yep. All right, so I'll, I'll give you that one. But I was just like, that was a shocker to me. I was <laughs> I, like, yeah, I didn't okay. expect that. I didn't expect that. So that's an interesting play now because now the widow has something more to fight for. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. to live for. Yeah. She can't be as reckless as she would have been. Right? So, And then what does that make happen with her dark chi? You know, how the baby affects the dark chi. Maybe the dark chi. Maybe she gives birth on the battlefield and the baby comes out with dark chi just starts kicking ass. <laughs> that's <laughs> insane. <laughs> Into the weird lands. <laughs> <laughs> Fan fiction waiting to be written right there. Gone, gone amok. <laughs> and then we, we, we get the, the portion where Nathaniel Moon and Lydia are out on the battlefield, actually, you know, making all their preparations for everything. And Moon, you know, lets on his love for Lydia and talks about his fear of, you know, what's happening now. You know, now yeah. he has something to lose. You know, and he even mentions, you know, I've never battled Dark Ones, but I've been in a, you know, many battles mm-hmm. and I've won many battles because it's only been myself. It's been my ferocity. It's been my will to live. You know, I've never had to live for something else. And I was like, doll. I know this. That was sweet. That is a nice little gesture. He's like, you know, I love you. You give me, you give me purpose besides. Cause like he, like he said, all I had was honor. All I had was myself. Right. My light, my light tower and my, uh, my lighthouse and my sword. And now I got. And before that, his bridge and his sword. Right. And he goes, now I got. It's like a troll. (laughs) You got to pay the moon toll. But, like, now I have you and I have Henry. And, like, if shit goes well, we'll have all of this. Mm -hmm. Like, what we've always wanted to. So, hell yeah. But in here's the thing. As nice and as, like, wonderful as that made me feel. Just don't say it aloud. I know, because now it's like, dun-dun. You know some ill shit's going to go down. Right. Anybody ever starts making, like plans it's the badlands for a reason right you know but before that okay so before we get to that um it's funny because 
she was like, okay, I'm back. Now what I need you guys to do, Lydia, Moon, you go do your thing. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm going to need to send Tilda. Let me talk to Tilda. Like, hey, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. Welcome back. Right? I thought that was nice. And it was like, don't treat me like I'm just some sort of soldier. And she goes, no, you're not. You mean more to me than right. that. You know? And the widow wants to send Nyx with her to kind of. She goes, Nyx? To, I don't need Nyx. To, to, to spy on Pilgrim to find out, you know, how many dark ones he's bringing with him, where, you know, where their convoy is in relation to the, the sanctuary and everything. And it was interesting because, you know, Tilda was just like, I don't need Nyx to go with me on a scouting trip. Right. And then, you know, Widow's making good points. You know, you just got your ass beat. Mm-hmm. You know, you were held captive and you got the shit kicked out of you. So you're right. not 100%. Plus, if they have a whole army of dark ones, you know, they're going to need dark one. ones. You're yep. going to need a dark one, too. And she's like, look, it's not even about like me that it's like you right. just need that extra help. Yep. And I'm glad Tilda was like, okay. Let's go. And then we see this little Nyx interplay. First of all, we see, we don't even know that this Nyx and Tilda are. Uh, are you, but before we get to, I know the part you're talking about. Can we stop for a second and just talk about how badass Gaius and Tilda looked riding in by themselves? Yeah, they did. Dude, yeah, Gaius, did. Gaius looked like the most kick-ass storm shadow that I have ever seen in yeah, my he did. life. Yeah, he did. Like that fucking whole, medieval storm that, shadow that whole and shit. white suit with like the buttons and everything. I was just like, Damn, badass. Dude is going to kick some ass because yeah, you know that white suit is going to get a lot of blood on it. Yeah, it does. So, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to make that point. No, but going even back to, to Gaius, his interplay with the Widow was interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you so cold to me? And, like, as soon as you get back, you've been super cold, you know? Yep. And she's like, how do I know I can trust you and all that stuff? And I'm like, dude, Gaius. I'm he, like, just, he, he just right? took the head of his sister to the army. Come on exactly. now. Exactly. I'm I, like, come on, Widow. You're always talking about giving people faith and trust and all this stuff. Fucking you need to do that too with Gaius. What more can he do to prove that he loves you? You know? He goes, well, how do I know your clippers will, will listen to me? I'm like, well, because that's what they do. You mm-hmm. know? I, I'm their leader and I listen to you and you're my leader. So. I'm like, come on, widow, just admit you love him because you know you fucking do, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, ah, uh, but damn it, widow, figure it out, right? So anyway, back to Nixon Tilda because I really like this thing. But yeah, before, before we get to even Nixon Tilda, we see MK and like this scout and how fucking creepy because this kid was creepy. He came and came in when Pilgrim even he, earlier. Yeah, he in was the episode, one of the sleepers. <laughs> even in one of the episodes, he comes in. He goes, "Hey." How's it going? I'm real creepy. He's like, he's listening in to Pilgrim and like, and, uh, and MK and MK has got some points too on this one. Yeah. Because MK does not even want him to attack yet because you know, he, he sees the plan. He Mm -hmm. sees the widow's ploy. You know, she wants you to attack while your power is depleted. Yeah. And while, you know, the, the sleepers aren't, aren't even trained. They, they don't even know how to fight. Yeah. I mean, they, they were possibly trained a little bit at the at the monastery they just go into berserker mode right. and like they'll f- go but, all but they're flailings. not they're not warriors right so and mk really had some good points on this and i was like very true because he goes look yeah yeah like you said this is a trap everybody can see that's that. a trap right but i must go get crested and like yeah but like wait you know but at least wait until you're you know full strength and whatnot yeah pilgrim don't listen so he sends him in the, and then even that creepy guy comes out we should strike now yeah, because he was wearing all purple. I called him Emo Grimace. <laughs> emo Grimace. He just looked like, I'm creepy. And I bet when even he goes dark, she gets even creepier. He just looks like one of the people under the stairs. You know? Aaron Boo. <laughs> so, but but so, we, we, we we get that, that, Tilda, that Tilda and Nyx are, you know, kind of you know, spying on the, the MK 
and the Creed. entourage. MK and, and the Creed. MK and the Creed and, and coming next fall. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a buddy rom-com. TGIF. But they're they're in the forest and they're spying on uh, Sonny. They're spying on MK and the creep. Sir, Sir Creeps a lot. Yeah. And and they're talking about just different things. And then Nix is Nix wants to shoot MK right? with a crossbow. She's like, God is dead to rights. And he goes, Okay, she goes, I'm about to she goes, I'm about to right a wrong that I I'm, didn't forgot. I'm correcting a mistake. Yeah. That's exactly. exactly. what she said. Like, I'm like, holy God shit. damn, Nix. And he's like, like, wait, 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 we should probably hold on. But at the same time, it's like you can't do that on television. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Stop wait a minute, slap the execution. <laughs> Blue skies, Barbie burgers, girls. Pew. Uh, no, I'm with Nix. I'm with Nix. I'm with Nix. See, if you got the shot, take it. Exactly, because MK's is number two, and you know he's already drank the Kool Aid. I mean, should have just like pew pew pew, or even even at most shot arrow to like block his chi or something like that. If that's possible. Shot him through the eye. But, ah! Yeah, and then just whoom. And then Tiz take out Creepy Kid. So oh, yeah. Could have took Creepy, creepy Kid out. Kid. Right? <laughs> I mean, he's and, and while they're having a conversation, you know, the the kid even asked MK, you know, what was it like to kill the master? And, and MK lies. He says, you know, it, it was, I wanted it to be me, and I wanted her to know, you know, seeing her, looking looking in her, her into her eyes yeah. as I killed her. And I'm like, dude, you stabbed her in the back. You pulled some bitch shit. Come on now. (laughs) Fuck you, MK. (laughs) And now you're going to lie about it? You ain't got a lie to make friends? Come on now. You ain't got a lie to kick it? Come on, man. Why are you trying to impress this creep? Like, he's a cretin. He's like a cretin in training. Get out of here. He's He's not even a goon. Right? He's a a, 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 goon. Not a higher goon. He's a rent a goon. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, and and that that was interesting to see that, that. MK would lie to him outright like that because the only other person that knows is Pilgrim. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you, Nick should just took the shot. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, <laughs> Tilda yep. stops her from taking the shot and MK kind of senses them being there, but they're, you know, long gone or whatnot. Well, they start doing some horror movie shit because they're like, like trying the, to, the, the weeds are, you know, kind of right. Like, and then he looks around, nobody's there and he looks around, nobody's there. And he finally, when he goes, sees that, because, I mean, think about it. Like, Nyx is already very ninja-y, and so is Tilda. She's the Iron Rabbit who mm-hmm. lived in a forest. So, like, yeah. That's the perfect, like, reconnaissance team. Mm-hmm. You know what Absolutely. <laughs> so, like, oh, oh, and then they come back. They're coming. They're coming. Get ready. So, it's good. good thing that they went out. I'm telling you, one shot to the dome just to save a lot Take of the trouble. shot. You end the war. Exactly. <laughs> but... We we finally get Pilgrim coming upon the sanctuary, and man, the the I, I don't even know what, they're not booby traps because they don't fall into them. No, but the the plan that the widow and Moon and Lydia have laid out is that you know this they, plan they, was brilliant. It was so a brilliant ass plan. It really was because you see that the convoy makes it there. They roll up in like Mad Max style. Yep. Boom, 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 boom. Because they got like dilapidated. Who run sanctuary town? <laughs> Pilgrim embargo lifted. So w- when they get to like all of the, the different, I guess, armaments on the battlefield, you know, the spikes and the pits mm-hmm. and the trenches and everything. They cross over the trenches. And this moat. Uh, yeah, a, a dry moat. You yeah. Know, just a big ditch. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they do like the, the nod. I mean, there was like 17 nods in this little procession. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But then they open up a, like a gasoline store that actually fills those trenches with gas. Mm-hmm. 
Gaius and Tilda shoot arrows across one another and they light the whole damn thing on fire, which was a really cool shot. You know, just see it like the, the flames behind Pilgrim and all his army. It, it wasn't so much that they wanted them to fall in the trap. It's just that they, they wanted, wanted them to fall them. in the... Yeah. Right. Let's keep they the to cut um, them off. big ornaments away. And while you may have the main thing, which is brilliant. Brilliant. Because Divide then, and conquer. Then the next thing you know, so like, okay, they can't fall back. So let's go forward. They pull back this thing and this sweet ass like rotisserie of arrows you know it reminded me of it's like a gigantic lottery like roller yeah of, of nothing but arrows you know what it looked like you know remember the, you know those old school pencil sharpeners mm-hmm. that when you do but when you take the big lid off it has like the blade thing mm-hmm. it was like that but each thing had like thousands of arrows i was about to say because we you will know, fight in the shade you you know if we have any millennial listeners they're like pencil sharp sharpener right, right? what are these things you speak of <laughs> Do I use that on my iPad? Right. There's Get off a, my lawn. There's an app for that. But like. No, it did. It was a, it was a badass it was contraption. sweet. And then like total like, hey, we will fight in the shade. Because it was just an awesome shot of it seeing the widow. hundreds of yeah, arrows. Just standing there on top of her like tower. And yeah, like, she's standing on top of the pagoda on top of the, mm-hmm. of, of the, like the rampart of the wall. Looking right down on Pilgrim and like, sup, bitch. Right. And they're like, <laughs> brrrr. These arrows just come and they fucking decimate that little like troop that they separated. And it was glorious and gory, man. It really was, man. People getting shot in the head and the neck and the fucking eye, dude. It was, it was great. And like, you know, the DP of the director of this episode were very keen to show us the one, like, uh, like a little shout out, like a kudos to the special effects guys, because it was like one of the dark ones dies with an arrow through the eyeball mm-hmm. and like the the dark one is laying on the ground and it like pauses for a second just to show like the arrow out of out <laughs> of the skull and i'm like okay badlands i see what you did there showed that one going through that dude's neck it was great yeah it was a super fucking good shot and then like literally they had like they started it maybe with 40 people and then like it knocked them down like 20 people mm-hmm. it like it knocked them down a lot and then like and then, oh yeah, and then the widow baits you know the the pilgrim to come up to the the catwalk and, mm-hmm. and fight her. Yeah, he's like, oh, you got to use your dark chi to defeat me, bitch, right? And then pilgrim's like, all right, let's do this. And that was an excellent fight because they were going at it. Pilgrim's going just like just just throwing punches and getting ready, but. The widow, she's got that speed on him. She's like, boop, 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 dip, 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 and dab, you, dip, and jab. Did you notice a lot of the moves that she was using were the exact ones that the master used? Like a lot of spins, a lot of misdirection, and a lot of throwing mm-hmm. it off balance. Hey, she didn't really strike at him too much like she would have normally done with her sword. It was just uh, a distraction yeah. piece. And I didn't realize that until they were like, all right, let's back up <laughs> yeah, the truck. Yeah, Moon's like, <laughs> back, backing up like the dairy truck filled with gasoline. Right? Gasoline. Exactly, because MK, because so MK and the other like dark ones are like just kind of looking on, just hanging out. Like, okay, he's gonna fight. We're gonna ready, waiting for the signal. We can go in and like mess up stuff. Let's get ready to open the door, mm-hmm. right? Meanwhile, Moon and Tilda and Nick's never are bagging up the truck. Like, okay, we got this. Boop, 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 right? Yep, they set a detonator on the gas tank, and then they run maybe about like what a couple of hundred feet away, mm-hmm. and they set up these crossbows. And I'm like, oh, are they gonna try and shoot at Pilgrim? I thought they were too. Right, yeah. and so there you go, fight, 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 and meanwhile the clock is ticking, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you get to like twenty seconds, and Gaius and Tilda shoot the two like harpoons mm-hmm. into the into the top part of the the walkway, and 
honest to God, this is the best exit I have ever seen in a television show or movie. Shit. <laughs> The, the widow, after she kind of bests Pilgrim and, and knocks him off the, the catwalk, he jumps back up and she just does like this little like nesty plunge fallback. Right. And she like hooks her arms on these on, on the two the two cords. She's like, come just, at me, bro. And, and just she just goes slides down. down the whoosh. Meanwhile, five, four, three, two. And he's like, oh, shit. Kaboo. <laughs> and, you know, he even has that oh, shit moment because <laughs> uh-huh. he looks down at the back of the truck and he goes. Oh, that's a lot of gasoline. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm about to blow up. <laughs> and then, sure enough, she blows, like, Widow just glides away on those, like, tight ropes uh-huh. of flaming death. MK just gets a face full of like, explosion. It was great. Face full of just, explosion? Just, like, was, like, the best hard rock band ever. Face full of explosion, now with nacho flavor. And so, like, <laughs> and that would be a great, like, taste the Dorito explosion. And MK just going, ah, like that. Again, a fantastic plan played out by Moon and Lydia and Widow and Gang mm-hmm. because that worked very well. I didn't ex- I didn't see it coming. I didn't expect it. Neither I- did MK. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. And then we come up and we see the aftermath of the, and they go away and they're like, okay, let's get out of here. We bought some time. Mm-hmm. We didn't stop them because they're going to come and get them. Right. We, we, at least, we didn't kill them all. <laughs> at least we fucked them up pretty good. And sure enough, they did. Mission accomplished. Right? So they go and hide. You see the aftermath. And they pull over. And it's MK. And he's all burned up. At first, I didn't recognize him. Then I guess the reason I didn't recognize him because he's all fucking burned up. So, like, I was like, is that MK? He was all exploded. He, he like, gnarly as shit. Right? And then next thing you know, Pilgrim goes, Vengeance! <laughs> and I was like, yes! I, I didn't even, like, I'm not even like Team Pilgrim, but I was like, anytime anybody yells vengeance, I'm like, yes! Vengeance! I want to see you yell that at like a supermarket somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> vengeance! <laughs> Start throwing pickle jars at people. <laughs> but yeah, and they, they chase you know, the widow and her entourage back to like this car garage, you know, because they're, they're assuming that MK is dead. Mm-hmm. Let's not assume anything because we saw that Bashi died and he was resurrected. Right. So who knows what's going to happen with MK. But they get back to this garage and it, all of the, the sleepers that Pilgrim had awoken and all his harbingers are in there. And it's Gaius and Moon. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be the best battle that sequence of the, of, the, of the entire series. Mm-hmm. You know? And it did not disappoint at all. The only thing that could have been better is if you had sprinkled a little Sonny and Bashi into this battle. <laughs> But I, I got a fantastic. feeling that's coming. But even before they, so they walk in this garage, all the dark cheese. They walk in the garage and they're like, okay, let's, where did everybody go? And they walk in, burp, burp. And then like all the lights come on and blinding him. And then just cars just start like attacking him. Takes out like four more. Bip, 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 bip. Slamming them against the wall. People are jumping up, doing flips and shit. Next thing you know, all of the clippers and the cogs and all the fighters coming in. This is a great little fight because, of course, the Dark Chi ones are going to best Clippers and Cogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah. goes without yeah. saying. But at the same time, if you get enough Clippers and Cogs on, like, untrained Dark Chi ones, they're going to take them down. And they took a few of them down. Mm-hmm. And especially, especially Gaius. I was about Gaius, to say, Gaius took more than a few down. Was, that that was the, the thing that, you know, you and I even talked about while we were watching the episode, man. Gaius was part of that ninja guild. I mean, he was part mm-hmm. of that ninja assassin guild. Mm-hmm. So you know he knows how to fight. <laughs> you know Moon knows how to yeah. fight. So... 
between the two of them, man, they were slicing and dicing some serious dark mm-hmm. ones. And I'm like, okay, so we do know that Gaius, you know, can fight. They get bested a couple times, you know. They take their licks. And they whatnot. are dark ones, right? I mean, they have super. They have superhuman abilities, right? But the fact that, like, excuse me, the fact that Moon can hold his own against two of them, mm-hmm. the fact that Gaius can take out one or two of them, like at a time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, they're formidable. So they have to make a hasty retreat, and it was pretty cool because there were the only two left. Even though there was still maybe about, out of the original 40 that got bested by the blockade, of course the rest are going to come in. Right. That's another 40. They're still after everything was said and done, maybe about 10 left. Mm-hmm. And so... I mean, still a good enough army. Still a good enough army to fuck shit up. But at the same time, for people without Dark Chi, that was an excellent plan. I mean, all around, just a fantastic good plan. Now, we do need to talk about the one portion where the the emo grimace, the kid that MK was talking to. Weirdo kid, creep kid. Weirdo kid. He gets a hold of two of the cogs, or actually the clippers. He was, holy shit, that was rad, dude. I mean, it was. That was rad. It wasn't even just, they, he was killing them. <coughs> he was slicing them up. He was slicing and dicing manic. You know, he, he was like, Nick's did the same thing. Yep. That's the same thing Nyx did. And so, like, I hope Nyx and that dude fight. Oh, I, I hope, I hope they go fight. But at the ass. same time, at the same time, that kid, creepy kid, was the reason why, like, Nathaniel Moon and Gus, like, we should probably retreat now, you know? Because they look and he's like, just taking it too, just dude, ripping off chunks of meat. And he's and doing then, the same move. Like, he's he's just slicing. He's not even trying to kill him. It's like in the video games, like in the fighting video games, if you got somebody against the wall and they can't move, and you keep, like, attacking them, and there ain't nothing they can do, just sit there and take it. Yep. And just kills them. It was, but I'll tell you what, dude, it looked badass, dude. I gotta give Creepy Kid his creepy news, because that was, like... A really good move. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So when when everybody gets back to you know the 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 auto shop or the garage, whatever, mm-hmm. the widow makes the plan. You know, she was like, she wants to confront Pilgrim. Gaia says, no, we need a leader. You're the leader. Get out of here. Well, the widow sends Lydia off to kill Cressida, and when Lydia goes to kill Cressida, they have this cool little interplay. Because we've already seen Cressida do some <coughs> weird black magic. I was going to say. When she slices her tongue and makes like blood, like some kind of weird blood drink that brings the the, the blood rain down on everybody. Yeah, I was going to say, we missed the whole entire uh, blood rain episode, uh, part. That was rad, dude. When she was doing the spell. So, okay. So, first of all, bad on the widow for putting the witch in the opium den hangout. Because, you know, MK left like pipes and bongs and like all kinds of like shit that she could use you see because they see lydia even before she comes talking and crescent is getting shit faced she's got that little drink and she's knocking back some of that wine i don't know if it was wine it's probably just water by moonshine only the best in the opium den there you go so like so she does this little magical spell and causes the red rain and i thought it was a cool effect because when she cuts her blood and like she tongue her bleeds her tongue out and it's like one of those fucking like meos mm-hmm. and it just goes into the water and just like it forms the same cloud same cloud as this red rain and i was like dude that's slick that's super slick you know so you know false prophet or not she's she got some, some powers well and then we find out later when lydia goes into the cell to kill her at the widow's behest yeah that was great too because like the whole time the whole time 
even before that, when she was making the Red Rain and stuff, Lydia and Cressida was just going right at mm-hmm. it, just talking shit. And, and like, Cressida made her uh, made an offer to her. You know, if if you stop now, you know, we'll spare you, and you'll have you know power beyond your imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, you can live in peace. And Lydia doesn't buy it. You mm-hmm. know, sell your snake oil shit somewhere else. Yep. So when we fast forward into the 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 ending piece of it with Cressida and Lydia. You know, Cressida is just sitting there in the cell, and Lydia comes in, and, you know, would you rather die on your knees or on your feet? And then Cressida just looks up, and she, she's she got some different dark chi. She's got red chi. Yeah. She's got, like, blood chi. She's like the blood priestess, yeah. right? Because she cuts herself, she's like, Wah. She looks scary as shit when she, like, had that red chi. And she did some moves, too. I forgot Lydia could kick as much ass as she did because yep. that was some sweet moves Lydia was doing. But yep. Cressida was holding her own. And the way that they were doing it, the way that Cressida was moving with her flowing gown and her flowing dress and the same thing with Lydia, this was a really pretty fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it mean, really was. I mean, it was just a really pretty visual, good-looking fight. Impressive at their both of their moves and just with the color of movement just was a very, like... I really appreciated yep. this fight a lot. And just like every fight scene, unfortunately, we have to have a winner and a loser. Right? Winner. Cressida wins. Fatality. Oh, and she man. just jabs her in the gut with the little short sword. So That was messed up, too, because you know what? I was in... Lydia's been around since season one. Mm-hmm. I mean, season one, episode one. So, like, to see her go... And I really, I really enjoyed Orla Brady on this show. Yes, she did fantastic, especially I mean, because in this episode. We, we, well, I mean, if you think about her her character throughout the like the entire series, I mean, she went from being a manipulative baron's wife mm-hmm. to being a baronet or a viceroy, and then she was supposed to well, be a priestess the baroness. For yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, she was tormented by when Quinn had his other wife, and it's just she was tormented when... when um, Ryder died. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember. Ra- I couldn't think of his Ra- name for a second. <laughs> but you know, she was she's been a tormented character all the way throughout this series, and mm-hmm. I think Orla Brady has done a fantastic job acting through all those emotions because she's been manipulative, she's been hurt. Yeah, you know, she's been in love, and she's just been vicious as shit sometimes too. Exactly. So exactly. It's been interesting to see. Yeah. Plus, like this, if this is her final episode, this was a very good episode for her to end mm-hmm. up because. It showed off her range of emotions. She commanded the screen every time she was in mm-hmm. this, in a scene on this episode. Her being doused with red rain, and she when she came up just to tell Cressida, "You fucking stop this right now." She looked just vicious as shit and just was like ready to fight. She had some of the most emotional punch when talking to Nathaniel Moon in this yeah. episode. Well, and then after the battle sequence with Gaius and, and Moon when they make the retreat. Moon actually sees Cressida escaping. So he knows some shit went down because he was there when the widow commanded Lydia to go kill her. Yeah. So he's just like, uh, what the fuck is evil Oprah doing out of the cell? Running around like, holy shit. So he goes and runs. And there he knows he sees. Yep. He sees Lydia like dying, you know, and like, oh, well, let's get your doctor. She goes, no, 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 no. It's, it's too late. I'm already dead. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you what I want to tell you. And I was like, oh, no, I was getting sad because like. Daniel Moon had like like don't die don't die you know mm-hmm. and and she's That's like the one good thing he's had she she goes he she goes I regret everything I've done in my life except you and I was like oh yeah and she tells him to get out of the badlands she yeah. said take your sword throw it in the ocean 
you know, sail away far away from here yeah. and, you know, and go live the happiest life you can have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was emotionally tearing, you know, considering we've, we've seen both of these characters and, you know, we're invested with, with, you know, Nathaniel Moon just because we're huge Sherman Augustus fans. Right. But, you know, with everything that, that uh, Lydia has brought to that relationship has just been awesome. Cause she's been fantastic. You know, she's been a mm-hmm. great character Yep. to see, and especially her character arc, you know? Yep. And to see her go like this at the same time, it's the last episodes. You know people are going to go. Yep. And you know, and like we said earlier, the fact that they're falling in love and ready to like leave the Badlands yep. and be happy. And get out everywhere. Yeah, that, that doesn't happen in the Badlands. You knew one of them was going to go. But at least she went out fighting like a champ. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she went out sticking to her guns, sticking to her morals. She's like, I'm, I'm going to kill you. Unfortunately, it didn't work. But... At least she gave it a try. Yep. So this is a really good. And then we just end on just panning Sherman Augustus. One last embrace. One last kiss. And then again, another beautiful shot. Because you see her in the cell. With the only light coming in on them. And as it pans back in, in this darkened like cavern. Mm-hmm. It was just a really pretty final shot. Yeah. And I thought it was a very fitting farewell to, to Lydia and her character. Yep. You know, dying in, in, in Sherman Augustus's arms. Yep. It was it was nice. It was I'm getting all like like but it was it was nice. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So that pretty much wraps up the widow and <coughs> all of those other character arcs. You know what? Nathaniel Moon is gonna fuck shit up. He is gonna he's gonna tear Cressida a brand new one. Yeah, I think he's gonna behead her. I mean Oh it, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Or worse. You know, just yep. like drawing quarter letter live for a little bit, knife twist, like tsh- who yeah. knows, man. We won't get two more episodes to know. So I'm excited. I'm excited. This okay, so did, did we miss anything that we need to cover? Because I think we pretty much covered everything. I think that was it. Okay, so like we do on every episode on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how would you rate this episode? Dude, this episode was sweet. This episode was 8. Uh, I it, it made me sad to see Orla Brady go, and it wasn't like, I wasn't mad like when I thought Badgie was going to die, but this was like a fitting end for her. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic action scenes and move the story along really quick. Like we only got a little bit of sunny, but we only need a little bit of sunny with this one. I, I can't wait for them to finally get together, merge and like the final battle going on and we're getting it right now. And I'm excited for it. So the fact that it makes me more excited and I really enjoyed this episode, I got to go eight. Okay. And I think I'm actually going to go a little, a little bit higher, probably eight and a half, mm-hmm. possibly still teeter on the cusp of an eight. I like the way that they move the characters forward. You know, like you said, unfortunately, somebody we know is going to yeah, have to die. Somebody's got to go. Because, I mean, we're getting close to the end of the series. Exactly. We didn't need a ton of Sonny and Badgie <laughs> in this episode, but what we did get, you know, still pushed them toward our other characters. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to get a lot more interaction in the next two episodes with those. Conjecture, and, and this is something I would love. You know, everybody else is dead except for Henry. Henry's got his eyes closed. All of a sudden, he opens his eyes up and dark it's G. Dark Chi again. Red Chi! But I mean, that, that's just something I'd like to see. I, I don't think it would work. So, But who knows? But you're going to go eight. I'm going to go eight. I want to remind everybody that we will be back next week on Monday for our Game of Thrones recap. And then again, Tuesday for our AMC's Into the Badlands recap. But on behalf of my co-host, Genius Piggy, I'm Dustin P. And I'm going to go blame it on the rain.